the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Love. Courage. Truth. Glenn Beck. Pat Gray and uh, Jeffy for Glenn, who's back on Tuesday morning. In the meantime, uh, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. The NFL has uh, decided that they're going to try to make uh, the players in the NFL stand for the national anthem, be respectful for the national anthem. And if you want to do some, you want to log some kind of protest, go ahead, stay in the locker room and protest all you want. <laughs> you know, you but you can't do it on the field. But but not on the field. Now we've got all these NFL uh, players and the players' association saying, "Well, that, that conflicts with my right." No, it doesn't. Well, this it is doesn't. a private business telling you to act, how to act while you're representing them, while you're doing your job for them. And every private business has that right. I don't understand how people are not seeing this and knowing that. I really, I honestly don't understand how they're not seeing it. I don't know if they. Don't see it because, you know, they're just ignorant of the facts that private businesses can ask you to do certain things when you're working for them. Or if they are knowingly just pushing that agenda, trying to no, pull possible. the wool over people's eyes. That's possible. I, I, I don't know. But either way, it's agonizing. Uh, the president was speaking with Brian Kilmeade of Fox News, and uh, he broke the news to him. Here's what the president had to say about the uh, kneeling controversy. I think that's good. I don't think people should be staying in locker rooms, but still, I think it's good. You have to stand proudly for the national anthem. I don't, I, I don't know if they can mandate that you stand proudly, but they can mandate that you you stand. You better look like it's proudly. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Your frame of mind, I'm not sure they can dictate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you shouldn't be playing. You shouldn't be there. Maybe you shouldn't be in the country you have to stand proudly for the national anthem and the nfl owners did the right thing if that's what they've done if if that is the story do you feel like you push this story forward and you push this to a conclusion i think the people pushed it forward he did the trumpian thing there where he goes just a bit too far of course always yeah he's the if they don't want to stand they shouldn't be playing they shouldn't be in the country they shouldn't perhaps even be living <laughs> so you just take it to that next level. Of it's, course, it's the President Trump way. But uh, of course, you can't you can't say that they don't belong in the country. Of course not, because they, they don't stand. absolutely. If, if I don't want to stand, I don't have to stand. Right. Exactly. Unless I've agreed to stand because my employer wants me to stand. Yes, and again, you can still refuse to do that. I can, but there's going to be consequences. There are repercussions to my action. Yes. So if you understand that there are uh, consequences and you don't start screaming that this is un-American once you suffer those consequences, then we're fine. We're fine. Because a private business can, can do what they want uh, as far as dictating how you perform on their time. Which, by the way, is American. Yeah, yeah <laughs> fully and completely. And so, but that's not, that's not what's going to happen when this thing blows up sometime during the course nope. of the season and it will and some player decides they're going to break the rules and then they get you know cut from the team well then we're going to hear how un-american it is how they're violating rights how it's discriminatory against minorities or right. whoever does it it's going to be a, a firestorm 
And the fact is, they have every right to demand that of you. And there were were already owners saying, well, I'm not going to find my players or the team. I'll I'll take the hit. I'll just pay it. Yeah, the uh, Saints owner, I think, said that already. Uh, Okay. I mean, that's fine. Go ahead and do that. Again, it's your business. And if you want to pay the fine for the guy how long are you gonna, How money, long are you going to pay the fine? Yeah, that's, what I want. that's my question. How long yeah. does you pay in the fine last before you think, you know, and how much I've is paid the fine? fines. How much is the we fine? Don't know, right? We don't know. They no. haven't said, no, as far as not. I know. If the fine is significant, you know, if you're going to take a bite out of you, make it 500000 or a million dollars every time you violate it, then maybe people aren't violating it anymore. And is it per uh, per player? Or is it if you know, 10 or 15 players come out and kneel, does mm-hmm. each one get a fine? Or does just the team get a fine? That was not discussed either. As usual, they didn't. No. They didn't really do much. No, here. they did not. But again, it's it, it'll be on them. Their product will just suffer. If people, uh, you know, if they don't enforce this well, and it all falls apart, well, then I guess you can probably expect continuing ratings declines and uh, discontent with the NFL from now, your fans. If you're a network, do you decide? Obviously, they, they want the controversy, it appears. But if I'm a network, I say we vote to not carry the national anthem and we only show the beginning of the game. We start the game at kickoff. And then uh, maybe we're in commercials. And we don't. The- and we don't talk about. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about if players kneeled. We don't talk about any of that. We just talk about the game. That'd be the great way to handle it, but they won't because they they want. I know. Yeah, the uh, sportscasters and these networks want to make statements, and they and they want to make this statement that that uh, this protest. Uh, they all seem to be on the side. Uh, they sure do of the players protesting. They sure do. Have you heard any? Sportscasters say, you know what? No. These guys don't know what they're talking about. As a matter no. of fact, as a matter of no. fact, no. And I heard a local sportscaster this morning, as a matter of fact, all on the side that they can do it. And I was, uh, I couldn't believe it. Oh, yeah. Couldn't believe it. You know, sports is the sports announcing is really no different from other forms of uh, reporters and reporting. No, that's what I mean. They they all come from the same pool. Yeah, where they've been indoctrinated uh, uh, their whole lives, and then especially in college when they're preparing for their uh, their job situation, they get indoctrinated uh, to about the tenth power, and then they come out and they all have the same point of view. So they're made for each other, and that's why it's so difficult as a conservative to watch this stuff and to listen to them open their mouths about this just agonizing can we just get away from it and just love football and the experience that we've all come to enjoy especially after a long hard summer in in the dallas fort worth area where it's going to be a hundred degrees every stinking day by the way it already is starting and we've got all the politics yeah it starts next week like next wednesday 103 thursday 105 friday 105 saturday 104 it's not even officially summer yet is it first no not till june 21st (laughs) so they beat us down with heat and politics all summer long and you just want that respite let me just get away and turn everything off and watch some football this weekend and then it's right Be there nice. in your face again. <laughs> yeah. I ate it.
But again, uh, President Trump had to take it just a little too yeah, far. I mean, oh, frankly, they're going to stand proud. And uh, you know what? Uh, if they don't stand, uh, they get out of the country. Right. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, you know, he does it. I mean, he knows you don't have to get out of the country. He does. I mean, let's give the guy the benefit of the doubt. But that is the Trump way. Yes. This interview, his yeah, response is. is the Trump way. We're just <laughs> yes. going to push it till the end. And it worked for him. I mean, it got him elected. It sure so, did. So, it sure did. Uh, there's no reason for him, apparently, to uh, back off any of that. Uh, interesting um, situation with the, you know, the bishop from the United States who married the royal couple, uh, yes. Harry and right, Meghan, right. over the weekend? He is speaking out about our president and his policies. Probably loves him. Oh, he's saying good. I mean, all good things. I don't. I don't. I personally don't know those quotes, but I'm guessing love. That's a strong guess. Guessing love, Jeffy. If you've lived in a, I don't know, a cave for the last twenty years, that's a really good guess. Okay. Now, if you've been paying attention, not so good a guess. Also, uh, we're going to talk about Spotify and their hate content and who's working with them to curb the hate content and the music that they play. Excellent. We need that. We need this, too. We need this in our lives because we can't figure out for ourselves who to listen to. Oh, yeah. How do I know? Please, Spotify, help me. Edit my choices. You know, keep content away from me that you know I just can't handle. Thank you. Thank Uh, you. And I I mean, and I appreciate it. Look, Facebook's doing it, helping me. Facebook is helping. Twitter, Twitter is, is helping starting me. to help. It's real nice. That's nice of them. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Now, a person, say, like the president, can't decide who to block on his Twitter account, but Twitter can decide if uh, you get to see the president's tweets or not. I haven't the heard either. Can't. On, that, on that ruling from, uh, from a judge, from a federal judge the other day about uh, Trump and his Twitter account, uh, that's mind-boggling. That's something that should be contested and, I and so. appealed. I haven't heard whether they're going to. Or I not. don't know. Probably they probably won't. Trouble. You can Just probably unblock. Them. You can tell a guy what he can and can't do with his personal with his personal Twitter account, social media account. Yeah. Sorry, you can't uh, you can't block anyone. Wait, what? <laughs> what? You're the, you're the president. Yeah, there's a POTUS so? account. Right, there's a White House account, and if you want to control that, all right, it's somewhat understandable, but not his personal account. Yeah, no, it was my account prior to presidency. It'll be in my account post presidency. Yeah, and and you can tell me who to block and who not to. No, no I'm thank sorry. Triple eight nine hundred or triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More of uh, Pat and Jeffy for Glenn coming up. Glenn Beck Mercury. Jeffy for Glenn, Triple Eight, Seven Two Seven Beck. This Jim Carrey story is <laughs> sad. It is. You know, he's squandering all the goodwill he built up over the last, you know, twenty five years or whatever it's been. I want to like Jim Carrey. Yeah, I, and I, like I did like Jim Carrey, but he's making it really tough now, and apparently he doesn't care. He, well, he, maybe not. 
Maybe he's set to the point where it doesn't matter if, that his career has gone completely south on him now. I hope he is. I mean, bless his heart, I hope he is. I, I mean, I want to like him. And he, I, we talked about his new movie the other day, the one that was shot Straight in to video. And I watched the trailer last night. Mm-hmm. And the trailer looks, uh, yeah, okay. The trailer's okay. It's really dark, you know, sex mm-hmm. slaves and uh, detective. And yeah, that doesn't seem okay. I, I, I like that kind of stuff. What a surprise. I thought. That's stunning. <laughs> like a lot of people However, just drove off the road hearing that statement. No. Really? Jeffy likes dark? <laughs> huh. Whoa. The dark detective struggles. Uh-huh. I, you know, anyway, anyway, but the reviews were so terrible. That means that the uh, scenes in between the good stuff on the trailer mm-hmm. were really bad. It got a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's too bad. A zero. I'll I'll watch it when I can Amazing. watch it with the payment that I'm already paying on another service. I'm not going to pay extra for it. What do they what do they, they want for they, it on they, demand? They, 6 bucks 5.99. Yeah, rent is 6 bucks. Yeah. Uh so he's had a string of bombs yeah. and, and now he's uh he's also is so socially conscious. He's just trying to <laughs> He's trying to wake up Americans to the horror well, important. of gun violence, and, and he's doing it in such a poignant and powerful way with a painting that depicts a bullet-ridden classroom with a, a new version of the Pledge of Allegiance written on the wall behind uh, the dead bodies. It says... I pledge allegiance. Oh, well, I'll do it together God. if you'd like to, just as a classroom. I mean, I'm all good with that. Let's. Uh, I, I pledge, pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and, and to the, the gun makers for whom it stands. One nation under greed, indefensible, with, with butchery and injustice for the most innocent of all. Uh, it's just... <sighs> That's Come just eye bleed stupid oh, and irritating. You know, he filmed this last movie in Poland. Maybe you move there, Jim. Yeah. Maybe you just move to Poland. Well, if you hate this country so much and if it's if it's built on butchery and injustice for the most innocent of all, how do you live here and continue to support this government with I your tax paying dollars? I, no. I mean, that's somewhat hypocritical of you, I would say. Yes. Uh, it's a guy that, I mean, you're famous for Ace Ventura Pet Detective. <laughs> Relax, okay? We don't need to hear politics from you. <laughs> well, he's an American. He's got just as much right. Sure does. But, yes, he does. But he's he's wrecking it. And, you know, maybe he's, again, maybe he's in such a place uh, in his life where his career has earned him enough money. I mean, there was a point where he's making $20 million a movie, I $25 mean, million a movie. Look, I was just looking at the top 10 uh, movies from Jim Carrey. Yeah, they're all huge. Uh, huge. And he's like, uh, I mean, number 10 is Lemony Snickets. That's his 10th highest gross. $149 million, Okay, Almost $150 million. Mm-hmm. Horton, here's a who. $170 million. Okay. Yeah, that's just a voiceover, though. That one's not Ace Ventura. When, yeah. na- when nature calls, mm-hmm. one hundred ninety-seven million. The Truman Show, two hundred and twelve. Which I love. I, I, uh, me too. That's a great movie. Two hundred twelve million. The Mask, two hundred twenty-seven million. Another movie I liked a lot. I mean, it just and, and the list continues on the next page, which I don't have open. <laughs> 
I, I love it when you have to continue to click through these. It's uh, it's really convenient, really handy. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber is what what two hundred and thirty. What are we up to here? Number five, five. Uh, liar, liar, three hundred thirteen million. All right, Bruce Almighty, three hundred eighteen million. Wow, wow. Batman Forever, three hundred thirty-five million. Mm-hmm. And this is just North American take. Number this one is Grinch, three hundred eighty-one. So his number one movie was How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and that was in uh, the year two thousand. Hard right. to believe it was that long ago. Boy, but no kidding. It's eighteen years ago. Uh, it seems like that was his last monster hit. Too. Sure does. And uh, so that's so he's got a long time. Yeah. Long time without uh, doing something that was well. He stopped being funny, right? He took himself serious. Yes, he could have. St- there, there could have been mm-hmm. more stupid, funny movies uh, mm-hmm. developed then. But he started taking himself serious, right? So he didn't want to do that. He turned into David Letterman. He's an angry yeah, old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, same, the same kind of creature. Where spewing vitriol was more important to him than entertaining uh, his fans. So you know, whatever. Good for you. Uh, we we don't have to see your movies, and we're not even being subjected to them in the movie theater anymore because they're so bad. They're going straight to video now <laughs> and on demand. Right? God, it's really hard to believe. Sure is that he's uh, fallen to these depths. We've got this interesting story today about, and uh, I'm not going to say the name of the actual thing because that'll uh, that'll spark your device to kick on. Uh, but the Amazon uh, Echo device in your room might be secretly recording your conversation yeah. i know you don't care I, uh, you should but you don't and in some cases it it could not only re- record your conversation in your house without you asking it yeah. to but then send it to some random person on your contact list yeah. just say, there you go <laughs> It's what happened to a family in portland they had their Amazing. conversation at home recorded and sent to a random person on their list uh, the family was alerted by a colleague in Seattle who had received the audio file. After confirming the audio file was indeed a recording of their private conversation, the family went on to unplug all of their devices. It's probably a good move. When contacted by the family, Amazon said, uh, we, we take privacy very seriously. But they downplayed the incident as an extremely rare occurrence. I'm kind of surprised that it could happen at all. Well, Pat, we're taking steps to avoid this from happening in the future. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good customer service, Jeffy. Thank you. You should work for Amazon. (laughs) Thanks for calling. Because you are a helper. Thank you. Appreciate it. It was really genius customer service. (laughs) Here's what they said. This is the excuse from Amazon. Echo woke up due to a word in background conversation sounding like Alexa. Then the subsequent conversation was heard as a send message request, at which point the Echo system sent uh, said out loud to whom? At which point the background conversation was interpreted as a name in the customer's contact there list. You go. Then it asked out loud, uh, for instance, the contact name. So if it's Bob Davis, Bob Davis, right? Alexa then interpreted the background conversation as right. And they claim as unlikely as this string of events is, we are evaluating options to make this case even less likely. Right. <laughs> that's convoluted. Uh, 
but they don't want it to seem like that's happening on purpose because that would that would doom the ecosystem oh, from yeah. everybody's home. Glenn Beck Mercury. Some of your uh, favorite catchy tunes may not be available anymore on oh, no, what? on Spotify. Spotify has, uh, but I mean, Spotify can't decide for themselves what is hate content and what isn't. We can't decide for ourselves what's hate content and whether or not we want to listen to it. So what they've done is uh, partner with several organizations who are going to help them decide what should and shouldn't be available on uh on, on their app so it's so nice of them yeah um <laughs> they're not even trying to pretend like there's any objectivity here these are just extreme left-wing organizations uh they released a comment that's uh, or a, a statement that said we do not tolerate hate content on spotify Spotify defines hate content as content that expressly and principally promotes advocates or incites Hatred or violence against a group or individual based on characteristics, including race, religion, gender identity, sex, ethnicity, nationality, sexual orientation, veteran status, or disability. Whew. Wow. It's a lot of categories. Sure is. Okay, but that, I mean, that sounds fine. Whatever. We don't want to discriminate against anybody. And uh, gosh, if you heard a song that did, you you just have to become a hater and go after who it, whoever it was that they were singing about. Imagine for a moment mm. you're listening to Spotify and a song comes on that you don't care for. Mm-hmm. And it says some things that you just don't like. You couldn't skip it on what your own. would happen right? to you? I mean, your life would be in shambles. It would. Mm-hmm. It'd probably drive you over the top and start beating the, <laughs> the person nearest to you. <laughs> what else are you going to do? Nothing. You're just going to turn it off? No. No, stop. No. You're going to, are you going to uh, just skip it? Uh, skip ahead to the next song? Yeah. Impossible. No, you can't. You can't do any of that. You're so just transfixed right there. This is amazing. Uh, they announced to help us identify hate content. We have partnered with rights advocacy groups, including the Southern Poverty Law Center. Oh, my gosh. Right up at the tippy top. Maybe oh the gosh. worst organization, one of the worst organizations in America. The, uh, an organization that lists David Barton as a terrorist. Why? Because, oh, that guy's dangerous. You know what he talks about? <laughs> the United States Constitution. We can't have that in our society. Why? It's a, it's Why not- would you have a guy who advocates for the Constitution <laughs> talking in public about things? You it's, wouldn't. It's hard for me even to make the joke of, well, they got that one right. I, I mean, I know. <laughs> David Barton. So oh Southern gosh. Poverty Law Center, the Anti-Defamation League, Color of Change, Van That's Jones Group. Excellent. Yeah, they're excellent, excellent people. Helpers. Who, they spearheaded boycotts against Glenn. 
uh, Bill O'Reilly, Trump's inauguration. These are wonderful people. Uh, showing up for racial justice or surge is going to be part of this. Glad Muslim advocates. Good. And Again, the good. International Network Against Cyber Hate. Tremendous. Tremendous. Muslim advocates. Where's the, where are the Christian advocates here? There aren't any. Not, not involved in this anyway. Huh. Huh. So this is really, uh, I think the, these are the groups that can help you sort through your musical uh, options. Now, for some reason, and I'm just going you know, to throw this out there, it doesn't feel that way. Really? Well, no. Went, when, I mean, when you went down the list of listen of, to some of, of these, groups. what they're doing, Surge is dedicated to fighting white supremacy. Uh, they're trying to get Confederate statues removed, and they're supporting the anti-Trump resistance, <laughs> the resistance to the American president. Uh, Glad, of course, is the LGBTQIA <laughs> activist group that attacks the Trump administration on a daily basis. Nice. Even uh, though you got the IA in there too. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm all inclusive. Okay. You know that about me. <laughs> Even though Donald Trump is the most gay-friendly president to have ever been elected. Oh, oh my friend. Wow. I'm, am I off on that? Wow. Yeah, I wow, know. Are you I know. Off? I know. Muslim advocates has joined with groups like uh, CARE, the Council of American Islamic Relations, to attack anti-jihadist Muslims like Zudi Jasser. Another dangerous man, oh, according man. to the Southern Poverty Law Center, and the International Network Against Cyber Hate. They have a they've partnered with leftist groups like, well, the Southern Southern Poverty Law Center, who is also on this list. See, I, yeah, see, now you just went down the list again. I did, and it doesn't seem like they're the groups you'd want to be doing that. Hmm. Because to me, it, they seem like just exactly the groups who we want yeah, to eliminate see, hate. Huh, know, that's that's really, really weird. <laughs> How could we be at such opposite ends know. of the spectrum I don't here? Know. Very, very strange. So I do you use Spotify? I was just starting to consider using it because everybody tells me it's better than yeah, Pandora, I, so much better than Pandora. And I was like, okay, well, l- let me do this now. No, I used to. I used Not bo- I, actually. It. I used both for a while, and uh, that, was Spotify right. better? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I and but I, and I rarely use it anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was better than Pan- Pandora. Was a little frustrating, but I mean, oh well. I mean, what kind of business decision is that? Again, do you not care about the uh, right half of your fan base of no. uh, people who are no. using your system? They, how can you be this blind? I, I don't understand it either. But they are, and they don't seem to care at all. It don't seem to care at all. It, it's it's really kind of mind-boggling. And first of all, in the first place, we don't need anybody doing this. If there are songs with, you know, the N-word, the F-word, songs about hating people or uh, degrading women, can we not make our own decisions? Well, sure you can, but they're going to help you with that. <laughs> yes, they are. I, it's just, it's frustrating because... Everybody's going this direction. Just it sure feels that way. I mean, that gets you back to the NFL, right? Don't they see how it's hurting their business? Don't they see how it's affecting uh, the way they're looked at? They don't care. No, they really they don't. don't care. They really don't. And again, not caring about all of this stuff is what led to the 
Donald Trump presidency. Right. Because people are so sick and tired of it. All right. Well, if you don't care about anything in my life, I'm going to vote for a guy who does and who's going to fight you uh, straight on full frontal battle against the left. And he talks about it every day. Yes, he does. And so. uh, Yes, he does. And while he knows, just like he said to Kilomede, while he knows in his heart. You can't make people leave America for not standing for the national anthem. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the way he feels and the way uh, the way uh, many people in America feel yeah. is that when the national anthem is played, stand up. And if you don't and like it, get out. Thank you. That is how we feel. I know. Because we're beaten down with it every single day. From Spotify, from the NFL, from every organization we like <laughs> and respect, from movies, from actors like Jim Carrey, it's everywhere, and we're just sick to death of it. I mean, we have actors who I love, and they're telling me that they won't sit in the same restaurant with our president. Shut up. And in that case, Robert De Niro, he actually banned the president from his fabulous restaurant chain, as we talked about the other day, and his hotels. Is, uh, Has anyone asked? president trump no i don't think they have the nerve surviving i don't think they have the nerve because they know he's devastated i know they know he without the option of going into one of robert de niro's sushi restaurants he he can't live a full and complete life he just can't well if nobody will ask him i will chris if we can get the president on today uh put in a call i don't we don't have time to talk to him right here but maybe later yeah okay Ah, never mind maybe later (laughs) And speaking of these actors, uh, there's another one, and he's a big actor. We mentioned this. It broke right at the end of the show yesterday. Morgan Freeman. Uh, They have some of the supposed problems uh, on... That, that were recorded. They have him on tape. So because they have him talking to women. I in, tried to stick up a little bit for Morgan as, as yesterday, uh-huh. and you poo-pooed me. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, because Morgan, you know, everything is that a female says about a man is true always well that's how we're taking it right now i know that's how we're taking it and it's a little uh, bit dangerous uh, very dangerous and some of what's uh, been said about morgan well one of the things that was said is that he's staring at women oh okay and don't look at him don't think about it (laughs) move on i mean Leave the uh, room. Okay, so, I, it's kind of okay. So, all right. Let's let's say he 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 is staring at women. All right, and we'll say and for some that would be creepy. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, here's, others it would not. Here's one of the incidents that everybody's talking about with a uh, with one of the reporters that's talking to him on a press junket. Carol, the impetus for this investigation. Hi, how are you? I'm better now. Ah, uh, thanks. I don't have any magic tricks. I kind of feel like I yes, showed up for dinner yes, without any. You do. Yes, you do. Oh, oh man, baby, you got a lot of magic going yeah. for you. Now, the the music in the background is, I guess, the ambiance, the background music that was in the room at the time. So we we can't help. I that. wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> no, worry about that. You got magic written all over you, child. Uh, Thank you. That's good, good medicine for a single girl. Ooh, I'm <laughs> so, single too. Are you? Yes. Or are you enjoying Bachelor? I'm enjoying Bachelor life immensely. Because I, 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 I get to let you know he's single and drool. Oh, 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 o
Indeed. So he could look at her and drool. Now, he's obviously coming on to her. Yep. I'm living bachelor life. I'm enjoying living a bachelor life. Mm-hmm. Let you know I'm single. And I can look at you and drool. You got the magic. And man, does that sound horrific. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how I can, I don't know how this that girl is actually doing an interview about it. Right. And uh, then but there's an there's more. Oh, no. Uh, there's another entertainment reporter oh, no. that talks about if her it's as bad as this one. I don't it, know that we it, can it, air it's it. maybe worse. Listen to this. I think that's good. I don't think people should be staying in locker rooms. Oops. But still. that's no, that's uh, Donald Trump. This is the reporting question. Carol, the impetus for this investigation was actually my own experience with Morgan Freeman at a junket last oh, year no. for the movie Going in Style. Okay. Right when I walked into the room, he began making sexually suggestive comments to me. Now, as an entertainment reporter for over a decade, it was unlike anything I truly have ever experienced. One of those comments really? was caught on tape. In this comment that's on tape, he says to me, boy, do I wish I was there while looking me up and down. I was six months pregnant at the time, and his co-stars, Alan Arkin and Michael Caine, were seated on either side of him and actually looked at him when he made this comment to me. Again- okay, are you getting the gravity of this situation? I mean- it was so bad that his two, two co-stars actually looked at him after you, he said it. I'll they t- looked at it. I'll tell you what, the reason they looked at him is because you were pregnant. And most guys don't think it's weird to like a pregnant woman. Uh, okay, Pat? I'm very uncomfortable with... Uh, I'm just saying most guys do. Uh, right? <laughs> no. Uh, not that I don't know. Not that I know of. Uh, well, that was a bizarre statement right there. <laughs> You're going to be the subject of one of these. And it was caught on tape. And take a a note of Freeman's eyes in this clip. Oh, no. Okay, well, we can't unring it. One time I I congratulated the woman on being pregnant, and she wasn't. Um, So I've never done it again. For 50 years, I've never done it. You've learned your lesson. I learned my lesson. Um, do I wish I was there. Uh, This movie is... Okay, did you hear that horrific comment? Whoa. Boy, do I wish I was there. Now, according to her, he was looking at her at the same time he said that. Mm Mm-hmm. How is she doing any more reporting? <laughs> I don't How know. How is she doing any, any more reporting? I don't know. Is that, I mean, is that too far? Boy, do I wish I was there. I'm not even sure what he's, what he means by that. You but, could, you could draw certain conclusions, sure. but they might not be right. And, and, and by the way, if that's, that's the same one that said that was the worst. That's the worst she's had in 10 years of reporting. Yeah. She should walk the streets of Times Square for a couple hours. Oh, she'd hear much worse. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It's uh Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Amazing. Glenn Beck Mercury. Tuesday, triple eight seven two seven Beck Irwin in Florida. You're on the Glenn Beck program. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, howdy. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I love the show. What I wanted Thank to you. say was, um, basically, I think a lot of people. I don't interpret it as the president 
is trying to be fascist or dictator or basically, yeah, you know, in, enforce things that way. I, I just take it as like personally, there's a, I have frustration. A lot of Americans have frustration about people whining and crying and complaining and constantly trying to push their agenda and their sob story and everything on us. So mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it's, it's just kind of, I related it to like when somebody says, Hey, you know, if you don't, if you hate the country so bad, then get then out. Leave. Yes. You know? Yes. It's just, like, it's just that, you know, he's the president now and those, those kinds of statements carry some weight. Yeah, they do. However, he's just being hyperbolic when he says things like that. It's just Trump. It, it is. It is Donald Trump it's being Trump. Donald Trump. But you're right, Irwin. Appreciate the call. Uh, but the problem is, then the left wing media takes that and runs with it, and that's why, you know, he runs into trouble with I that know. kind of stuff. You have to get out. Yeah. Glenn Beck Mercury.